Hello, people, and welcome to the first episode of a podcast that we don't know the name of yet. We don't know the name of. So, um, <laughs> let's get right into it. The first topic of the day that we're going to tackle is... We're going to tackle. Um, we're going to be tackling today. What age would you be comfortable having your little kid little kid date or like i guess little kid yeah you're come here little kid <laughs> <laughs> you're uh what do they call daughters daughters and sons my dad was yeah names. what age would you find it appropriate for them to start like having a girlfriend or boyfriend well what age i would talk about i would talk about well yeah what that's what we're talking about what age I mean, what, t- what, like, let's say I had a daughter. What age is she? She's seven. She's seven? Yeah. I would not let her date. What would you tell her? Period. What if she's like, oh, I have, I have this cute guy in my class. And what about it? You can look at him all you want, but no touching, no kissing. No, not until high school. I think. What if you found out she like, she, she just like said like, oh yeah, you can be my boyfriend. Hmm. We do have a little predicament here, a struggle of power. What would you do? Hmm. <laughs> I don't know what. Like I mean. she comes home and she's like, oh my god, mom, I have a boyfriend now. Okay, who is he? Can I know him? What's his name? What's his social security? Let me run a background check on him. <laughs> so you would be pretty much up on her ass. Yeah. It. I mean, I'd, I guess I'd be okay with it if, like, yeah, I don't know if I'd be okay with it, but I'd be perfectly okay you know what i do i'd ground her <laughs> see that's what being a parent is all about you have the power to ground somebody you would ground her yeah that's the most logical thing to do be like for... hey you're grounded for having a boyfriend what do you <laughs> want to get pregnant right now Bruh. so you'd have the talk with her yeah. at seven be like no sex until you're 21 I don't think abstinence works. Well, it's not abstinence. It's just that you can have sex after 21. I mean, it's pretty much practicing abstinence up until 21. Well. And that's been scientifically proven to not work. So you're going to end up with some grandkids up in here. So you're telling me there's no way a girl can survive without sex? I think, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that you need to tell her the reasons why she can't have sex. Like, what are you basing that opinion or that want? Because that's your want. What if she wants to have a boyfriend before then? And she decides to do the the thing you thing. Then what? She's not my daughter. 
sorry folks today we got a little bit extreme <laughs> we woke up and chose to be extremists today i mean i guess at, at the end of the day there's only so much i can do as a parent so whatever like if she wants to be a hoe then i can't do anything <laughs> Hoes gotta be hoes. Hoes gotta be hoes. Oh well. I guess a hoe is born when <laughs> this happens. Right. You know how that have a show hoe. a star is made? A hoe is made. She a little hoe. But what if a, a what if okay, what if a guy kid starts like banging at twelve? Like I I know guys that started doing that at like middle school. Dang. And they've gotten girls pregnant. That's why you can't be having sex at 12 because then you don't know the consequences. Yeah, you know what? If my guy kid has sex at 12, he's not my kid. <laughs> so now you don't have any kids. Now I don't have any kids. Yeah. <laughs> you birthed them. You Well, you didn't birth them. I raised them. But you raised them. And then you're like, nope. Yeet. Yeet. I mean, okay, like, yeah, you know about sex at 12, but, like, you still shouldn't be doing it at 12. Like, what do you, what do you like, how do you even think somebody's hot at 12 or 13? I mean, people, people like each other, even in elementary school, like, you find others attractive. Yeah, but you're not thinking, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna fuck them. Well, yeah, because you're still young, but... Around middle school is when, like, puberty hits. And that's when, like, testosterone, testosterone, testosterone. I would say high school. And then... But middle school, I think, is still too young. Middle... Yeah, I agree. I would It's be, just cringy. It is kind of cringy. So, I guess, would you have... When would you have the talk? The talk about what, like sex? Yeah. Well, and I like know, I know contraception schools, and stuff. I know schools do it like sixth, sixth grade, don't they? Yeah, but it's different from hearing it from like a complete stranger than like your own parent. I guess I'd have the talk. I guess maybe I, I would have the talk even before like, uh, before elementary school ended. Because you can talk about it. Like you can just talk about like, oh, um... Like, boundaries? Ba no, like, yeah, boundaries. And then you could say, like, oh, when a guy likes a girl, like, they kiss and, you know, like, you know, they have sex or whatever. And that's how babies are born. Yeah, Instead of, like, implementing or instilling in them that some... The stork. Some whack-ass bird with skinny feet is going to carry, like, a 30-pound baby. Yeah, you know why? 30 because pounds. I don't even or else, know. Or else they're going to be like me. In, in elementary school, some kid... That was, I guess, like a friend. Not a friend friend, but like he was an acquaintance friend. And he was like in the same grade as I was, probably fourth or, yeah, fourth grade or third. And he's like, hey, do you guys know how babies are made? And then um, I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, I know. Like they just kiss and there's a baby and the girl gets pregnant. And he's like, no, they have sex. And then I'm like, I got mad. I'm like, no, <laughs> they just kiss. Are you stupid? <laughs> like, I knew what sex was, but 
like it's kind of like uh like i just didn't accept it as an answer like like it, you didn't think it was real yeah yeah it was like a thing like it was a conceptual thing where it was like oh i know what it is but i don't think that's how it goes like i don't think i ever believed the stark story i mean i didn't believe that shit either but i thought it was a kiss i thought when you kiss somebody like you got a pregnant no i was a stupid I, motherfucker <laughs> I, I, I don't think I, I even thought about it. I was like, oh, babies. Okay, cool. So but, you didn't know how they were made? I didn't know they how they were made. I guess I didn't care. I didn't care how they were made. <laughs> You're just like, oh, it just falls from the sky. No, it's just like they happen to be here. Like they're born at a hospital, so. <laughs> They're so, made at the hospital. <laughs> they're made at the hospital. We just sign a few papers and they give us one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, kind of like, what's it, what's that book called? The Giver? Where, have you, did you ever read that book? I read like half of it. So in the book, The Giver, um, there's, they live in a society where everything is controlled and everybody's assigned a certain job title. And there's a family that's been assigned to themselves and mm-hmm. there's a, there's a baby. They're, they're going to get a baby. It's like the season to get a baby brother or whatever. Well, so they uh-huh. assi- they ass- the community or the persons in charge assign them a kid. And I think his, his name is like, I don't know his name, but um, they assign them a baby. And the baby goes to training every day and the dad takes care of them or whatever. Um, but it reminded me of that, that novel because you just as- get assigned a baby. You don't like, you don't like do the sexual act to do it like you just get it assigned but it's it's a really controlled society and it's it's an interesting book i don't remember how it ends but um i recommend that book it's good i wonder where they get the babies i I don't know like but they they basically that community tells them like oh get inside your house if there's something weird like for example there was a plane that wasn't supposed to be there like uh outside and all the kids saw it and so they they sounded an alarm and they told everybody to go inside their house and uh-huh. to like not talk about the plane that had just like landed. So it's like a very, it's what like a society. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it was an interesting book. It sounds interesting. Yeah, we have it. We do? Yeah. I don't remember. Oh, you know what? I think I was thinking of the, um, the old man book old man book the one with like a with a fish oh a the old boat. man in the sea yeah there you go that i think that's what i was thinking about um yeah i never read that book because it was so boring i mean i read it i think but i didn't finish it i liked it it was like kind of simple it was you know it's reputed to have the worst like plot in the whole in the all of his books that he's written yeah that was the most boring one and it's like, yeah, that's, that, it has the reputation of being the most boring one out of all the books that he wrote. I kind of liked it. It was like simple and like not much was going on. Like there was, like I usually tend to go for like really fantastical, imaginative, like, like really whimsical or romantic comedy type of books. But that one was like simple straight to the chase i don't remember what it was about 
I mean, I can only guess that it was some guy on the boat in the middle like, of the ocean. Yeah. With a kid, right? There was a kid involved? Yeah, there was a kid. Yeah. I don't remember the whole plot, but yeah. I just remember the feeling of like getting through it, and I'm like, yeah. Pretty good, pretty good. Yeah. How did we get to this point? I don't know. <laughs> oh, because we were talking about the babies and how they get assigned, and then we talked about books. Oh, yeah. Um, so, anyway, getting back to the point, um, yeah, I think that's a complicated topic for parents, but I think uh, we'll be able to deal with that once once we get there. I think I'm still too young to to be thinking about babies. Please tell the audience how, how old you are. Okay, I'm uh, 25. 25 and for reference i am 22 i'm still young hey i'm still young i'm so young I, too. I, I still don't have to talk about babies or think about them i think i'll have that's a conversation for another day that's another topic for another day it's too big of a topic for me right now it's it's too close to me <laughs> too close to you um but yeah let's see what what else okay um what else well, we in about? my criminology class, they were talking about fertility and how... What did I just say? Huh? Didn't I say, I'm too young to be talking about babies, and then you start talking about fertility? Well, I'm just saying, my eggs are Don't getting say. older. Okay, it's not like I'm going to have sex with you. Well, let's... It just, uh, this is my... Just, let's tell the audience who we are oh. in relation to each other. Um, that girl over there, she's my sister. And that boy over there is my brother. So, see, there's no point in talking about this. Well, I mean, just in general, like, my, my, my professor told us that, uh, women's, like, eggs stop being... After, like, 28, right? Yeah, after, like, 28... Like, they just, you just get that last set of eggs and they just gather dust. (laughs) It becomes way harder to, like, conceive and stuff. So, I mean, it is like a time clock. A ticking time clock. See, that's that's why guys are lucky. And then, no. Yeah, guys are lucky because the older they get, the, like, the girls, the young girls like older men. Well, I mean, if you're rich, maybe. No. Just in general. In general. Yeah, girls like guys that are older because they're usually set with their stable life and stable income. And they just portray uh, more matureness than somebody that's in the same age level as them. Well, I feel like it's like a perceived level of matureness. Yeah, well... But some of them are still have the brain of a 15-year-old. That's not what girls think. Girls think, oh, the more older he is, the more mature. Well, unfortunately... This is what they think, yes. But in general, I've read studies where it's they say it's true that girls would likely go date somebody older than somebody their same age. Because so the girls mature mentally younger than boys. So when they're looking for older men, they're actually looking for a more mature mans. And guys are just lucky because they're... At the peak, like in their 30s, they're at the peak of their game. Because, like, that's just so the science behind it. Like, they are they have more value as a man. Um, they're more mature. They have more stability in their life. 
and their like their fitness for uh sexual reproduction is at its like peak right there 30s for men yeah i believe it so it's still not as i mean let's say 25 or 23 or whatever it's not but when you're 25 as a as a guy not i mean not all guys are the same right but when you're 25 it's more likely of a chance that you're still looking to get your grounding on a career like you're not like set on your career yet do you think guys who have babies before they're 25 like like they actually wanted it or it's just like came about like oh shit like we're pregnant well i guess it's both what do you think the majority is i can't speak for it i can only speak for myself what i would think if i had a child before 25 and what i would think is damn i fucked up (laughs) like like if i had a child before 25 for me it would be like because it was a mistake because like um yeah it was a mistake (laughs) but that's my personal case because i've always thought of myself like having kids when i'm like 30 having a family when i'm 30 oh really yeah you always thought of 30 yeah i've I've never thought about like oh i'm gonna have a stable girlfriend at 25 and i'm just gonna have like um kids at 26 or 27 i've never thought like that in my mind it's always been 30s when i was in elementary school i was already thinking of getting married and then me and my friends thought we would all be married by 20 damn that's young yeah girls girls are living another life (laughs) yes we are we're like by 23 we should have like a mansion two cars three kids where's Uh, that Oh? Where's all that? You tell me. I don't know. I can't even get a man. <laughs> That's step one. Step one, get a man. Um, But yeah, I think, I mean, the people who can, who are thinking of like having kids before they're 25, I guess they're just more confident in themselves that they can like. Provide. Yeah. Because I know. Like, for me, I've always thought, like, oh, people that have kids at a young age are, like, not prepared for life yet, and they're having kids. Like, they sh- they probably don't even have a stable job or, like, a good-paying job. Mm. And also, it's always been painted in my head. Like, what I always thought when I was growing up was, like, uh, high school girls that got pregnant, so they never went to college. Or, like, that was the the, the backstory to the what I saw. So, I never... Th- thought of it like as a success to have a kid before 25 or before you went to college so that's my like that's my preconception i'm not saying that like all kids that have all people that have kids before 25 are fuck-ups but that's just my my preconception the way you value your life and your values (laughs) yeah like i have i have my own thoughts about it but you know, it's just because of how I grew up. I mean, we grew up in the same environment, but not every child that like grows up in the same environment has the same values. But yeah. I would say that I have the same mentality as you two because I I think at a young age I realized that I didn't want to be tied down by another little human. That I wouldn't be able to like maintain on my own. 
because I would like to think that by the time I am ready to have a child that I'll be stable enough to if like let's say the worst happens in the worst case scenario like I get divorced like even like let's say like worst case scenario like I don't know the dad like I don't know the dad what do you mean you don't know the like dad? Like, maybe I was in the whole face or something. <laughs> How do you not know the dad? He... Uh, the whole face explains it. It's not in the name. The whole... The whole face? The whole face. Okay. And then, like, worst case scenario, I don't know the, the man's. And then I have to raise the kid. And I want something... I want to be able to provide for myself and the kid. Not just be struggling the whole way through as a single mom i guess yeah that's what i thought too i'm like if i have a kid before i graduate college or high school like i'm just going to be struggling to provide and i'm not going to be able to focus on my career or my like stuff that i want to do because it, it you know once you have a kid like you have to dedicate time to the kid yep. and you just can't like you can't be as focused on yourself as when you have a kid because it's not just your life now that you're taking care of yeah. It's the, you're taking care of your girlfriend, you're taking care of your baby. So it's a whole different ball game. Um, but you know, if you can do it, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying like, I'm going to think you're a fuck up if you have a kid, but, um, you would think you would be a fuck up. Yeah. I think I would be a fuck up, but you know, people get by and they're successful. I mean, I'm pretty sure they're happy with their kids. So more power to them, you know? Yeah. They make it work. Yeah. Maybe it's just me I'm talking for. Like, I wouldn't be successful with it. Maybe I would. Who knows? I but. think also, like, like we have educational goals that we want to achieve before being tied down. Yeah. And, like, we still want to experience life. Especially, like, if you see it in the context of, like, how we grew up. Like, our economic background. Yeah. Like... It never afforded us, like, super, like, super, super, like, extravagant things, you know? Yeah. And I think that as adults, we want to experience those things that perhaps we weren't able to. Yeah. Like, when we were children. So, that's also going to, like, take away time from, like, wanting to have children at this age. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely true. Because let's take, like, a rich family, and this, like, in this rich family, there's a little boy, and his parents are making, like, 100k a year, stable job, he lives in the home, he's able to have a pet, he's able to run around in the backyard, have pool parties with his friends, yeah. like, that's... He's well off. Yeah, he's well off, and he's able to, like, not worry about, like, financial stuff. Like, his head is, like... Being with friends, enjoying his childhood, like, being, like, what a kid is supposed to, like, be thinking about. And, like, um, so, a little bit of background. We're, like, first-generation um, students. So, growing up, um, as children of, like, immigrant parents, like, our first thought was always, like, helping our, our, our parents out. Like, whether it be in financials, like, translating or... Yeah. Like, other adult things that, like, th like, 
in the example of the little boy, he wouldn't be thinking of. Yeah. Because his parents, like, talk perfect English. They yeah. don't have a language barrier. I think also one of the greater things that I think I was always worried about was, like, how am I going to make a living? That's That was one of my, like, preoccupations. Because I was, like... And I think that's one of... I think that would be one of the preoccupations that, like, for example, my kids probably won't have. Yeah. Because, like, being as a first-generation student, um, like, I didn't have an example of, like, oh, what am I supposed to look like when I'm successful? I, I mean, I had parents that worked, but I guess they wanted the better for me, and they were pushing me to go to college and get a career. But I didn't know how that exactly looked like because I didn't have any, like direct uh experiences with any of those people so i didn't have like a reference of the path on how to get there so it was a burden not a burden but it was like a, a something that i had to deal with i mean something you couldn't even like uh like get out of it wasn't a choice yeah and it was like it's this pressure that you just get it's like okay like if i fuck up like I'm not going to, like, like, all my... move on. You're not going to move on from, like, the current state that you're in. Yeah. So, first of all, we want... My parents would always be like, oh, we want you to have a good life and get a career and be educated and have a house and stuff like that. And so, whenever I thought of, like, whenever I had doubts of myself in school or when I wasn't doing well in school, I would just, like, panic and be like, man, I'm not going to be anything. I'm going to be homeless. <laughs> like, it would just be, like, this... I'm going to be living next to the library. Yeah, it, it would be like, I would be... And for reference, that's where all the homeless are. I, I would be like unconsolable with it myself because I would be like, yeah, I'm not going to get anywhere because the only way to be successful is to go to college. And it was, I would say it's a really negative mindset. Like even though it was positive, it was negative too because it, I saw the world as black and white. Like, yeah. either, either I go to college and be successful and have a kid and have, like, a family and have a good home and, you know, be well off. Or I don't do that and I just fail and am homeless. Yeah. So. You know, I never thought of homelessness as an option. But I did see myself as, like, oh, I'm just going to not do amount to anything, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So that was, I guess that for me was the greatest fear, like, not amounting to anything. Or not doing what I was supposed to do. Or just, or in my case, I guess, is, like, seeing, like, how much effort, like, our parents put in and, like, then not showing them how appreciative I was of that. Yeah, but I think it's... Or, like, really, letting that go to waste. Yeah, I think it's a really hard ball game to be playing because you're not really in control of your situation. Like you want to be the best as like as you're growing up and you don't want to let anybody down but it's like it's a lot of pressure to put on yourself yeah but it's because that because you don't want to be like ungrateful because like your parents like came from mexico and they're immigrants and now like how am i showing that i'm grateful by getting bad grades like it just it was really tough especially when you're trying to boost your grades up and you just like you just struggling um but um i think a lot of first generation students deal with that um yeah. but yeah it's it's something that we 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 i guess it's like uh what's it called 
it's like inherited like inherit not inherit not inherited trauma but like i guess a collective struggle that or a shared struggle within first generation students yeah um that i feel like we share um collective suffering yeah but uh but that's why we don't have no babies yeah exactly <laughs> i mean i mean that's one of the reasons why I would steer away from the whole, like, having kids before 25 because, uh... I mean, do I want a baby? Yes. Yeah. But do I got the money to raise a baby? No. Yeah. Yeah. Like, moving on, though. <laughs> um, Alright, guys, that's the end of the podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe. Um, you'll get our weekly podcast, um... And, uh, yeah, hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you. Have a good one.